Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high impact life. Now here's Rick. Welcome to another episode of the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel and it is great to have you joining us again and it is exciting to just uh, see the numbers keep going up and up each week and more folks that are listening and it's great, great, great stuff. And if you have any comments or feedback, we, we certainly welcome it. You can go to rickmcdaniel.com and click the contact button and you can write an email to us. Let me just say we heard some feedback about the quality of the recording. So we've purchased some new equipment and uh, some more equipment and we're hoping that that is going to make for a better quality uh, sound and um, here's open. If not, then we'll we'll move to the next. Uh, we do have a studio at my church and we can always uh, use that if we need be. But in the meantime, we're going to see if we can uh, upgrade things right here and make the sound quality as good as it possibly can be so you can enjoy it. And that doesn't in any way stand uh, in the way of uh, what you're listening to and you get the best sound quality that you possibly can get. That's certainly what we are after. And let me also just say that we uh, continue to value your uh, subscribing, your recommendations on social media, your sharing of this podcast. We appreciate all of that. It's, it's all welcome. Countries being added each week is great. Different people around the country in different states. Just super glad to have anybody join with us and hope that you will share if this is helping you and, and the topics are really practical and they're motivational and they're inspirational to you and they're making a difference in your life, then by all means, uh, tell others about this podcast and, and the difference that it's making in your life. And I'll just say maybe one more time that I've got this new book coming out, you Got Style, How Discovering Your Personal Style Impacts Your Faith, Family Finances, and much more. I would love to have you be on the launch team. And we're probably going to have to close it out uh, after this uh, week. Uh, so if you want to be on the launch team, and basically what that means is you, you'll you read the book. You'll get an advanced uh, copy of the book. You'll read it. You'll write a review uh, for Amazon and Goodreads, places like that. Say something about it on social media. In return, you'll be a part of the uh, special private Facebook group. That, uh, that I'll have. You'll also get, uh, it's a $99 value, the Fear Less online course, which is uh, a workbook, and six audio sessions on topics like less fear of the future, less fear of rejection, less financial fears, lots of great stuff that can really help you in many, many, many ways. And you'll get that for being part of the You Got Style launch team. If you're interested, Again, rickmcdaniel.com, click the contact at the top and just drop us an email and say, hey, I want to be on the launch team. And we'll make sure that you, you get, get to be a part of that. And we certainly appreciate uh, you being a part of it. So now we're going to finish up this uh, four weeks that we focused on stress, this incredibly important topic of stress. And we've talked about the benefits of stress, how you can manage stress, and how you can reduce stress. And so, what's left to talk about? Well, burnout. If stress isn't managed and it isn't reduced, then burnout can be the result. We can't live in high stress mode all the time. If we do, 
then the result is going to be burnout. And so I want to spend this episode talking about stress and burnout and making sure that I help you to recognize the signs of burnout and I help you to refuel before you get to the place of actually burning out. That is the the goal for, for this episode. We can get so used to running on empty that we just learn to accept it. It becomes our new normal. And what I would say to you is this, it's not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal to run on empty. And you can't run on empty forever. You're going to run out. And then you're going to be in burnout. And you don't want to get there. You do not want to get there. So I want to help you so you don't ever get to a place of allowing your stress to lead to burnout. Let me define burnout. Burnout is a a loss of enthusiasm, energy, and perspective. It's a loss of enthusiasm, energy, and perspective. It's a state of mental, physical, and spiritual exhaustion. That's a good definition. So, first of all, it's a loss of enthusiasm, energy, and perspective. And just think about that. Do you have a loss of enthusiasm? Do you have a loss of energy? Do you have a loss of perspective? And then secondly, it's a state of mental, physical, and spiritual exhaustion. Are you exhausted? You know what's the sign? You just got done taking a vacation and you're still exhausted. That's a sign. That's a very, very concerning, very concerning sign. A person suffering from burnout can have a physical collapse. They can literally have a a, a physical collapse. They can have a moral failure. They're so worn out that they do something that they would not normally do morally. And they can have a relationship blow up. I mean, they can just, the relationship can just be blown right up. Marriages have been blown up and divorces have taken place that never should have happened. This, the couple should still be married today. It's, it's, it's not anything other than one of the spouses experienced burnout and the result then was a loss of the marriage and it didn't have to happen. And we've just got to make sure that that doesn't happen to you. So you've got to be able to recognize the burnout warning signs. What are the signs? What are those red flashing lights that say to you, warning, danger, you're headed for burnout and it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to end well. Well, let's just start with the the physical uh, exhaustion. And how about we just add emotional exhaustion? Physical and or emotional exhaustion. You're just exhausted, you're just tired all the time. Now you may say, hey Rick, I got a busy life. I got a lot of things going on. I got a business to run. I got children to raise. I have to care for an aging parent or have a child or maybe even a young adult that has disability issues, mental, physical. Okay, I hear that, I understand that. I'm very well aware of that. I've been a pastor for a long time. I understand the kinds of challenges that people have. But, but, those are still exhaustion issues and they've got to be addressed. And if they're not addressed, it's not going to be good. What happens? 
Here's another warning sign, detachment. You simply have less energy, less energy for relationships. You're just, you're not there. You're not fully invested. You're detached. And the reason that you're detached is, is because you, you have allowed your stress to, to move you into a place where you're getting closer and closer to burning out. All right, that's not good because you have to invest in relationships. If you don't invest in them, they're, they're not going to, they're not going to survive. They're not going to make it. Got to put the time in, put the energy in. How about this working harder, but accomplishing less? Oh boy, danger. How can you work harder and accomplish less? Yeah, it's weird, right? I mean, those of you that heard my episode and, and success, when I talk about hard work, you know, you say, hey, you, you say hard work leads to success. Yes, but there's times when you'll be working harder and yet you'll actually be achieving less. And when that happens, you are a candidate for burnout, for sure. How about another warning sign, cynicism, about the present or the future? You just become cynical. Your attitude is, is a cynical attitude, and that's what you have. Is that you? Is that what you become, a cynic? Kind of a critic and a complainer about everything? You look to the future, you don't have any hope, not excited about it. It's a sign, friends. Here's another. It's like the fifth one, impatience. Impatience, just very impatient about everything. It's impatient about simple stuff, you know, just being in lines, driving down the road, and then impatience and bigger things. Just don't want to wait for stuff to happen, even though that's the way life works many times. Feeling unappreciated. To have the, the feeling that you know you're just not appreciated. So it's not a it's not a good place to be when you feel like people don't appreciate what you do for them. How about this? This is really kind of connected with last week, but too many changes, too many changes, too many stressors, too much, too fast. It's not good. Got to control it. You've got to control it to the extent that you can control it. Slow down the rate of change. Reduce the stressful situations that you're exposed to. Because unfulfilled expectations and unrealistic goals can lead to what we don't want. And that is burnout. Unfulfilled expectation, unrealistic goals. We set ourselves up. We set ourselves up for it because we, we just are unrealistic about what can be accomplished. Sometimes it just, we have to be realistic about what can and cannot be accomplished. And it's important to remember the guy that's saying this, because I'm the inspirational guy, I'm the motivational guy. I'm the guy who can tell you all the stories of all the great things that people can accomplish. I can share with you my own experiences and all the kinds of success in a variety of ways. Big goals getting fulfilled. And I've talked about some of those already in, in this uh, short time this podcast has been on. And you'll hear many more in, in the weeks and, and months and years to come. So I'm all about it. But sometimes we have to be realistic. 
And it may just be about a season that we're in, like right now, not never, but right now, realistically, just because of the circumstances, we have to be realistic about goals and, you know, un unfulfilled expectations. I mean, just you expect things to happen, they don't happen. It's very disappointing. Very, very disappointing. And anyone who's ever experienced disappointment in their life, you know, knows what it's like to, to, to have things just not go the way you would expect them to go. And I've certainly had that in my life. People do things you're just like, what in the world are they doing? Why would they ever do that? Things just don't develop the way you think they should develop. This can lead you to burnout real quick. And when you get into burnout, here's what happens. Your emotions stop working in a proper and healthy way. And so what happens is you either feel nothing or your emotions are not proportionate. So maybe that's what's happening to you. Like, as you're just listening today, you're like, holy smokes, I, I'm, I'm not like warning signs of burnout. I'm like, I'm in it. I'm in it right now. That's me. My emotions are not working properly. I'm, I, I'm numb. I can't feel anything. Or my emotions are just not proportionate. The way I react and respond to things is just not proportionate to the way it should be in a normal and, and healthy kind of response. Here's what you need to remember. We don't get burnt out because of what we do. We get burnt out because we forget why we do it. We don't get burned out because of what we do. We get burned out because we forget why we do it. Just something to really ponder and, and consider. You know, if these warning signs that I've been going over are concerning you, or if you actually have self-diagnose yourself to the point where you say, I am actually in burnout right now. Then it's time to take action. Now is time to take action. Not later, now. Now is the time that you need to be taking action. Do not let things go forward the way they're going. And so what can you do? Well, first of all, let's start with perspective. In other words, perspective on your work, on your job, on your career, perspective on your relationships, perspective on yourself, on your self-worth, your self-concept. And what I mean by that is just a, an honest, assessment, a humble look at your limitations. Just, you know, what can you do and what can't you do? No one can do everything. There's no such thing as super mom or super dad, super boss or super employee. It's just, you know, Superman is it's comic book stuff. It's pretend, it's fantasy, it's not real. And I would say to you that, you know, some of us have had these seasons where, you know, you really are like on a winning streak. You're like 
smoking, you know, you're hot and everything's going your way, but those never last. You can't fool yourself into thinking that that's like normal. It's not normal. It's just a marvelous season. I would call it a season of harvest. You know, it's a season where you're reaping what you've sown, where you're having this incredible harvest that comes in. But you have to understand that that's not normal. It's not going to last forever. I was just reading about how they're having this incredible, incredible season out in Northern California with catching salmon. And it has to do with the rains and the snows from the previous winter. And it has to do with these fish making their way out of the rivers and traveling down. I mean, it's, it's something that hasn't happened in like 20 years. And these fishermen are thrilled, thrilled. And, and it's great, you know, it's fantastic. But it's not gonna last forever. It's just not going to be that way. Whenever you have a winning streak, the winning streak always eventually ends. So you have to have a perspective about, you know, what is life like and what are your limitations? You have to respect your, your God-given limits. In other words, how much should you do? What should you be involved in? You, you know, you just can't be involved in everything. You've got to look at your limitations, your, your limits, and just you can't just you can't do everything. And when you do, this is what happens. You just completely wipe yourself out. You keep saying yes to too many things, taking too many responsibilities on, and you just have to understand that there's only so much any one person can do. You have to grieve your losses. All your losses in all the various ways that losses happen in life. And they happen in a lot of ways. When kids go away to college, for instance, you know, it's, it's a loss. It's a change in your, your way of living. And that's hard. Now, it's normal. It's healthy. It's what's supposed to happen. But it's still a loss. So when I say loss, I don't just mean like death, although certainly that is a huge loss. But there's lots of losses in life. And, and just aging, you know, the loss of youthfulness, just being able to realize, you know, your limitations about what you can do versus maybe what you could do at another point in your life. Having to just recognize the limitations that happen in life and part of that is aging and, and there's there's other just changes that happen life doesn't stay the same sleep it's crucial it really is it's so funny to talk about it like you know just get more sleep but yeah sleep is a big deal it's a really 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 big deal you cannot just blow that off and just be like, oh, whatever, it doesn't matter. It does matter. It matters a lot. Your body needs to rest. You can't keep abusing your body and expect it to work the way it's supposed to. You've got to get enough rest. 
For many people that I know, including myself, the answer to that is going to bed earlier, which can be tough, you know, just like, man, what am I now? I got to go to bed this early, but, you know, it's part of what is necessary in order to not burn out and to not have stress overwhelm you. Sleep is restorative. It's healing. And you need to get enough of it. Naps, you know, napping is really something that can do wonders for you. And it's something that you ought to consider taking advantage of. You can really, really benefit from just a short little 20 or 30 minute nap. You can do wonders. And maybe on the weekend, maybe a longer nap. Certainly, spiritually, spending time with God. And then talking about what we, the devotional life. In other words, time reading the Bible, time reading a devotional, time praying, meditating on God's word, the truths of God's word. Just having that time with God where you are being refreshed and restored where you're allowing these marvelous truths from the Bible to just really permeate your mind, where you are unburdening yourself to God in prayer. These, these are invaluable steps that you take, practices. They're called spiritual disciplines. It's a funny phrase, but you know, the things that you do spiritual practices just practice them on a regular basis i practice that the devotional every single day of my life it is the first thing i do in the morning i can't imagine how i make it through a day without it set small goals setting and achieving small goals can lead to literally can lead to increased dopamine levels in the brain. So it's research, scientific fact, that your dopamine levels increase as you have small achievements. So instead of just having these giant goals, you know, just small goals. I, I experience this whenever I have like a, a to-do list and I'm, I, I'm able to just check off and mark off across through this, 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 and this. It's amazing how that helps you. It's amazing how that boosts you. It just boosts your mood. And you, you know, you have enough of those and that's what keeps you from burning out. Sometimes it's taking a break and it doesn't necessarily have to be like a major vacation. A lot of people are like, I, I listen to your benefits of a vacation, Rick. Yeah, that's great. But you know, that, that can only happen a few times a year. Okay. How about something smaller, even like maybe an extended lunch, like just a longer lunch. Just taking, you know, maybe a two hour lunch and just having that extra time to be going somewhere nice to eat and just enjoying yourself and just getting a little extra time, maybe do a little bit of reading. Maybe uh, half a day, maybe you have, uh, you know, half day off, just work in the morning and take the afternoon off, or just every once in a while to just 
brings that restoration to you. Or maybe, you know, you do something like you, you go out and play maybe around the golf or maybe you go to a park or maybe a state park. Maybe you do something uh, that like visit a museum or art gallery, something that just switches things up and just gives you a different perspective, causes your mind to be completely engrossed in what you're seeing or doing. It's important stuff can really refresh you. Eventually your emotions will catch back up. You'll, you'll get more, you'll get stabilized again. If you, if you can practice these, these principles, they'll, they'll get you there. You know, it, it, it'll happen. It may not be as fast as, as you want it to be. Of course, you catch yourself earlier in this, you're going to have a better shot. But if you find yourself doing this, you're like, man, I've been doing this stuff Rick was talking about for two months. Yeah. It, it, that just may show you how, you know, how far you've gone and how much the stress has gotten to you and the damage that it's done. And it's going to take time to repair that. It's not going to happen overnight. Let me give you just a, some other just you know quick tips that I just think can assist you in this process. Try to find a way to laugh every day. Just try to find a way to, to get laughter into your life. Sometimes this happens organically, you know, just naturally it'll it'll just happen. But sometimes you have to, you know, kind of make it happen. I like to I like to watch these, you know, comedy specials, different comedians that I really enjoy. Jim Gaffigan's at the top of my particular list, but there's others that I like, Jerry Seinfeld and you know, these people that just really, you know, really make you laugh and and whoever that person is for you, it's just great. Now we went to see Jim Gaffigan, my wife and I, in one of his shows uh, maybe a month back or so. That was fantastic. Now, you know, you can't go to a show every day and you certainly can't afford to do that at time or money. But, you know, there's other ways. Here's another. Do something good for, for someone else. In other words, uh, try to find some way to do an act of kindness for somebody. That will really re replenish you and bless you. You know, when you can help somebody else out in some way, shape, or form. And so if you have this opportunity, you know, maybe you're in a checkout line and you see somebody's kind of struggling and you could just be the person to maybe pay for those extra groceries that they can't afford. Maybe you could just take care of somebody's child so that they can go out, have a little fun. Just things that you can do could just be a kind word, you know, just a compliment to somebody. But doing things for others really can make a difference. Here's another thing. Choose to forgive someone. Just say, I'm, I'm not going to let bitterness get into my life. I'm not going to be angry. I'm not going to, the Bible calls it the root of bitterness. You know, it's like a root that just starts growing up and before you know it, it just wraps itself around your heart and just sucks all the joy and love right out of you. You just say, I'm not going to have that. I'm not going to have that in my life. I'm just going to just release that person. They, they've wronged me and uh, they haven't said an apology. They haven't admitted what they've done, but 
I'm just going to let it go. It's going to release it. I'm not going to keep a hold of it because keeping a hold of it is not making my life any better. And you just say, you know what? I'm just going to let it go. Maybe get with a friend, you know, and just kind of share your, your burdens, your, your struggles, the things that are weighing on you, you know, just find someone that to share them with that you can trust and that you can count on just to get those burdens off your chest so that you don't have to carry them. And, and it's amazing how that can, can help you in so many ways. Maybe spend some time, you know, just with, with really just some positive self-talk, just, you know, really just looking at your accomplishments, looking at where you've come from, what you've done, just kind of boosting yourself up. Maybe read your resume, you know, be like, wow, I have done some stuff. I have accomplished some stuff. Maybe, you know, look around your office if you have an office and just see the awards or the degrees or whatever it is and just say, you know, I've done a few things in my life. Just encourage yourself in those ways. Find a way to you know, just get a handle on the, the stressful things that are happening in your life and don't let them build up in a way that ends up leading you to burnout. And again, I just take you back. We don't get burnout because what we do, we get burned out because we forget why we do it. Remember why you're doing what you're doing. Remember, just keep remembering the why and that will help you in so many ways. Just really hope you take this to heart. And I just think that if you do, you'll keep yourself from being burnt out. And again, you practice all the things we've talked about in handling your stress. And I think you can really do a lot better with the stress in your life. And, and that's my hope. That's why I've dedicated these four episodes to talking about it so you can do better. And I really, really am hoping that you will put these into practice and you'll end up having less stress in your life and certainly Burnout will never be a part of what you do. All right. Look forward to talking to you next week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.